right back, Charlie. People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. <laughs> Like Uncle Ian just said, people deluded, I'm back again. First things first, hope everyone's doing well and safe. Hope last week was great for you. Hope you all enjoyed your weekend. And I hope where you and your loved ones are concerned, first and foremost, this week brings nothing but physical health. Without health, we're dead. And where your personal, private goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, all of that good stuff, I wish you lot the best, people. As usual, appreciative of you lot supporting my platforms on Twitch and YouTube. Obviously, we've hit 50,000 on YouTube. Thank you very much. Great way to start the week and, you know, journey to 100 plus now. Obviously, extra good morning if you're an Arsenal fan. Obviously, you know, it was a great weekend. We saw Spurs, Chester United in the mud. Spurs got dealt with, you know, the scoreline flatters United a bit because City switched off and Martial came and bagged his little brace. But City dealt with them, you know, so it's been a good it's been a good one. Liverpool dropped points who we've got next week. Uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, Patrick Vieira couldn't do a job against Chelsea, but... It is what it is. And the more people around us for top four that drop points, the better. As usual, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. I'm still live at 11.30, just purely because I'm ahead of stuff. I normally, you lot won't see it, but in the morning, I normally just read through the Arsenal topics and, you know, just draw my own think pieces and write little stuff on my booklets. So I thought, you know what? Why not do that with you? Like, obviously, conscious of time, this particular stream is going to be slightly shorter. We head into 11.30 straight after this, more or less, and the show continues in it. So, yeah, talking points, etc. Make sure you get them on. It's Spurs, Chester United, blood. Who cares, blood? G1, you said you're a Real Madrid fan. You lot give a lot of bants, but can't take it, mate. A man said 50k, 50, congrats to 50k, 100k. We're coming through, <laughs> head boys. Crazy. Big up the Napoli fans, man. Can't believe we dropped points to them punks. I can because United were better than us on the day, innit? And we were we were naive defensively. There was a lot of naiveties even in City. Slightly Edison played Buki. It was a great goal by Anthony. Could he have done better? Ruben Diaz, I think, has given away the penalty. And I do think in the second half, City took their foot off the gas to go with United needing to, you know... We need to, obviously, with United having to put some pride in the performance. But, boy, that first half was not pretty. It genuinely could have been seven. It was a fantastic game for the neutrals. Everyone's going to take a beating against City. I just hope Arteta, Gabriel Jesus, and Zinchenko, they probably still have Pep Guardiola's number. Listen, if you're going to win, little two, three, one, respectable thing. Let us look good in that, man. No, we have to respect a cultural club like United. Fuck that. I don't support Man United. Obviously, I respect the club. I don't respect you. Like, you lot chat a lot of shit. Your fans chat a lot of shit. All fans chat nonsense. So, when it, and I just feel with Man United, you lot give it, you can't take it. Like, it genuinely, you genuinely can't take it. So, forget all of that. I'm happy for you as well, man. 
Don't forget to hit the like button. Any talking points, feel no sort of way. Appreciate all the early birds. Massive game coming up against Liverpool will tell a lot about our season. Oh, massive game. Yeah, you lost to United, which I would have preferred to... Well, I'm not going to say I would have preferred to beat United over Spurs, but I would have loved to want win at Old Trafford because these mental hoodoos is what you have to defeat if you want to do better than what you was doing. Uh, Spurs is obviously lovely, but you've got a big test against Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool's form's been all over the shop. Fortunate to get a point. They are going to... Pardon me, significantly improved for us. Obviously, they have our number. So, for me, Liverpool's form is irrelevant. Liverpool have been battering us week in, week out for years now, home and away. So, we need to act like it's the prime Liverpool side, Salah in top four, Mane in top form, etc. And rise to the occasion. And obviously, like you saw at the Emirates, play on the home fans. It's a different story at Old Trafford. It's a different story at the Bridge. Different story at White Hart Lane. Different story at Anfield. But... The fans, them are doing their best to make, em you know, obviously I wouldn't quite say it's a fortress yet, but we're doing what we can to move into that territory and the, the players feed off it. You look at our players, you know, Bamian used to, we've got emotional players here. The, the young Haylenders, they feed off the fans. Xhaka feeds off the fans for me. Martinelli is not no different there. Um, Jesus as well, Zinchenko slightly, Gabriel, Saliba, you know, again, that's the biggest thing I've loved from Marta since he's walked in this club. He spoke on... Um, and I used to look at him like, right, there's, you know, you got to fix the pitch first. But he used to say, listen, fans, players, everybody, we need to sing from the same hymn sheet and have a siege mentality, really and truly. Liverpool are a bad team. We really trust them. Yeah, if you're a Napoli fan, wouldn't mind us putting in a cheeky bid for Tossart. His contract's running down and he bagged the hat, he really. Don't think I've seen a better penalty than United yesterday. That was confident from Martial. Still, big up. Oh, it's a great Monday to be an Arsenal fan and 50k. Congrats, DG. Keep it going. As I will with you lot support. How can I? You know, Arsenal fans, learn to crawl before you can walk. Exactly. You know, I don't know who's talking about title race. Obviously, run the banter. It's nice to be there, but we need to defeat ourselves. You know, we're our biggest enemies. We sometimes press the... Oh, wow. We sometimes press the we sometimes press the self capitulation button. In my opinion, like there was, if we're, if we're talking really to get to the next level, we were good against Spurs. I dare I say great, but last 10, 15 of that second or first half, you know, when you start, we did score in the first twenty, but could we have scored more? The goal we conceded, in fact, the chances we were given away, you know, Richarlison, where I think. Ramsdale's made a little save in the first opening moments, which at the time Spurs didn't offer nothing and that was their best chance. So we need to do better there. Obviously, the penalty, you know, Xhaka could have done better. Gabriel could have done better. Potentially Saliba with the header could have done better. You know, Zinchenko is out of position. Xhaka, Partey not doing good enough. You look at the transition, it initially is, and we're going to focus on that part at uh, um, at 11.30, but it's seven against three, you know. And on the transition, we, you know, we've the biggest improvements we've made is off the ball. And I know Arteta and the boys would be let down because there was many periods we could have stopped that. But you, that's what you've got to do. You've got to work on the good and turn the good into great. And you've always got to find improvements. I don't think we needed to concede. The penalty is the penalty. is probably the one legit penalty Spurs have been given out against us in recent years that you could say, yeah, it is. Um, so we need to do better there. But I think we react and we only held on to that lead for eight to ten minutes, people. So that needs to improve, obviously. But there was good things. There was resilience. There was obviously we got three goals. I think we managed the game. We came out in the second half good. We started the game well. We took it to them, you know, in previous years, maybe not so much under Arteta, but you know, Spurs might have only Spurs might have went on to win that 2-1 or it would have stayed 1-1 and the full guy would have been Xhaka or Gabriel. What I have liked this season is that everybody's human. We're going to make mistakes. Just get on with it, really. These are one, two-minute flashpoints. So there are still several gears to go up, several things we can improve on, but we're moving in the right direction. In fact, you know what? As much as I said, 
we'll focus on that at 11 30 forget all of that we're, we're we're here now in it people so we might as well do it now smash the like button but as i was saying yeah with the goal we conceded now we scored some very good goals i'll circle back on my notes i did like jacker's goal because fair enough spurs are down to 10 men that's their business if you look at it saliba's giving it to gabriel i think gabriel's got it He's played a little, he's tried to play a pass. Hoiberg's been 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 robbed of it by Partey. Partey and Xhaka have taken over proceedings. Martinelli's done the dribble and, you know, Xhaka slapped it in and we got that safety net really and truly. I did like the first goal for obvious reasons. It was, you know, it was what, about 20 key passes before obviously a fantastic strike from Partey. As I said, to go to that next level, dare I say, 20 minutes in, it's taken a fantastic effort from an unlikely source in part A to score. So to go to that next level, can we cook them earlier? Can we do a thing earlier? But we were perfect. You know, one bad point I would say is the transition. You know, City are a great team on the ball. We, we could be here all day waffling about Harlan, Kevin, Grealish, Foden, all them guys, G1's United fan, he could lead the role here about how they played yesterday. But it's off the ball that makes the difference. United were terrible off the ball for those goals. City were fantastic on it, you know. And if we're, that, that's a key part of, of what Arteta has been doing. But if you remember correctly, Saka, who, you know, was doing quite well on the right-hand side, he skipped past Lynette, I believe. You know, Bentacor's intercepted it. It's gone to Son. Now, at this point, we're caught against the transition. There's about seven of our players. And there is others, but there's about seven. First key point, Zinchenko. This was an attacking phase. Zinchenko is out of position. You know, Zinchenko's out of position. Gabriel's having to half cover. Saliba's on his Jays. Ben White, Xhaka, Jesus, Saka, Partey. The whole team's caught. It's good play from Son because Son, we've done a good job with Son and Kane. We kept them quiet. But, you know, Son did well. You know, he's very narrow. He's played a one-two, if you remember, with Kane, you know, and Partey's been there. Partey's tried to make the challenge. It was dead. We're at sixes and sevens. We're at their mercy. The ball's eventually gone out to Richarlison. Potentially, if Zinchenko is there, maybe it doesn't happen, but we're caught. If you remember skipping ahead across a, a bit, people, eventually skipping a few steps, as I said, you know, Ramsdale's come off his line. And I think initially... Ramsdale did quite well for me, you know, Richarlison's done well to hold it up as well. Obviously, at this point, you know, everybody's in the box. Let's put Xhaka and, and Gabriel next to each other for key reasons. Um, White's there, you know, Kane's in the box for a couple, you know, Kane's in the box. Let's make it a bit more pleasing on the eye. Kane's there. And yeah, just, just because it's going to get all muddied for you lot, people. If you lot remember, initially, we've slowed down the threat. Now, Richarlison's tried to smash the like button and don't forget, we go live at... the ball in the box. Saliba's dealt with the header. Now, I don't blame Saliba. Like I said, there's several phases of play. Gabriel's the full guy, but the game could have been, you know, this this could have been eradicated way before. I don't blame Saliba. He's made a, he's made a header. Obviously, it's fallen to Xhaka. Xhaka's tried to do some one-two thing. Maybe, again, Xhaka, you're more experienced and you did well. Could you just hook it clear? Defence, you know, sort of thing. Just defend first. We didn't. We've tried to play a cheeky one-two. Obviously, putting Gabriel um, over there. We've tried to play a cheeky one-two. Richard putting Ramsdale back. So, Richarlison's clocked it. Obviously, Gabriel's doing the bozo thing. I don't know why he's sliding in the box. He has to hold his hands up. He slid. He's, he's giving away a penalty. That's that, really. This is the issue. Now, like I said, we did fantastic, but that is, is them sort of things there that we have to do better. I did like the third goal just because, if you remember, it's a sim. they're down to 10 men, but who cares? It's simple one-twos between Xhaka and Partey, skipping ahead across. Martinelli's gone on some darting runting. You know, again, Bentacourt and Dyer in the back three have gone to sleep. You know, Martinelli tried to do some dribble thing. It didn't bang. 
obviously skipping ahead and you know this ain't the best of graphics jack has obviously taken a touch and then he's gone in and finished in it so that was there was a, there was many good things that we did in that game as well if i go back and look at my notes as i said people in terms of improvement well positives i'd say i did like zinchenko in that inverted role apart from maybe could have done better for the goal not alone did like him there i think martinelli and saka were constant threats especially saka ain't got no goals or assist to match did like how ben white played Generally like how Gabriel and Saliba played, especially Saliba. The man's cool, composed, calm and collected. You know, he can defend, he can play, he doesn't panic. He's a titan, he's a colossal defender really. And, you know, let's let him develop. But I do believe he could be one of the best centre-backs in the game one day if he keeps developing. Like I said, he's 21. Xhaka and Partey bossed it as well. Jesus is a Spartan, deserved his goal, took advantage of the silly mistake. Um from, from Luis slash Romero. And again, that's what you get. We kept Spurs in their own half. We kept them pending. We kept the pressure. Every time they cleared it, is well, it is Sakharov off that right wing. For Arsenal fans, he didn't get a goal or an assist, but I think he deserves a lot more praise um, for how he played, watching the game again. In fact, it's in front of me as well. Um, I think we were brave. I think we were confident. I think we reacted to setbacks. I think we kept our heads when they tried to rattle us. I think we did well to score early Um. Uh, early in the second half. Obviously, Sons played a key role into getting the penalty. Kane's obviously scored and continues his good record. But realistically, we kept them quiet. Out of all three of them, Richarlison was probably the one that was probably on stuff, really and truly. We attacked with, with intent. I did like a couple of times the shots were blocked, but we was knocking it from side to side. But people were shooting. Party tried a, a next shot. It was nice to it was nice to see us shooting from outside the area. And obviously, we can act, we could do better at that. But, you know, you've seen what? Fabio Vieira, uh, Fabio Vieira, Saliba, and obviously Partey. Maybe someone else has scored from outside the area, but it's nice to see if you pull the trigger, it happens. By all means, I, I do want you to shoot, but don't force it. Keep doing that. Um, you know, I do think that even when we scored the second goal, we, you know, even when the second goal came, we kept trying to sustain the attacks. We didn't let them breathe. A couple of times we had shot blocks, and I did like the 12 key passes that I counted until Saka's shot, which obviously led to Romero and Hugo Lloris peeing about, which I'm not going to complain about. So largely, we did all right. Man, there were some periods where obviously we weren't following runners. I think at a time, Richarlison, Perisic, Emerson Royal is rubbish, but Emerson Royal, they were probably getting too much space. And as I said, in terms of game management, we conceded that penalty eight or nine to ten minutes after we scored. So we need to get better. Liverpool might not give you them same luxuries, really and truly. As I said, I did like the build up play for the third goal. It was a silly goal to concede, but there's always positives, there's always somewhat negatives that we can build upon. But yeah, we did our thing, even leading to the first goal. There was 22-odd passes. So that was fantastic. You know, everything Arteta did worked, didn't it? You know, even down to the subs, you watching the game again, you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't catch your eye necessarily. But I think if you watch the game again, they did quite well in, in, in that regards as well, people. 37 likes, people. We could do a much, much better than that, couldn't we? So, yeah, man, it is what it is where my thoughts in relation to that is. So, yeah, I don't think I've got anything more on that. So, yeah, man. It's always nice to win and do what we need to do, but we need to keep going, essentially. Simple as. Arsenal 3-1. Spurs reaction. Don't know what Conte was on because how he didn't get a pet. How, how, how he can say, you know, how he, how he can, you know, say that Emerson Royal shouldn't have been sent off. Sour grapes, man. Please don't go, Saliba. Don't go away. Sacra Martinelli were rinsing their opponents. Hopefully they do the same against Liverpool. Never a red, never a pen game in the mud. I hear that. But, I mean, anytime you're trodding on someone's thing, it's dead, man. Gabriel loves doing the leader thing and takes matters into his own hands at dumb times sometimes. He just needs to think, man. You know, 
as much as he as as much he just needs to think, bro. And I do think he gets scapegoated because, as I said, Gabriel slid. He's done dumb things, but there's a transition. The United one. I don't know why he's charging out of defence, but again, it goes back to the midfield. Fulham, he has to hold his hands up. And I must admit, when it comes to Gabriel, I don't expect you to wake up tomorrow and be the finished article, but these mistakes kind of need to be a bit more spaced out. They happen a bit frequently. You've been here a lot now. You know, Saliba, Ben White, not that I want anyone to make mistakes. Everyone is going to make mistakes. Everyone has made mistakes and we've reacted, but I like Gabriel. He's aggressive. He's a leader. You know, I do think he's at his best where he constantly has to focus. I think sometimes where you just have to cool off in a game, I think his mind goes a bit cold things. I think he's he's best when you just have to consistently defend. But as you said, sometimes just be smart. And as I, I, listen, we've never played professional football, but we know anytime you go to the ground, you have to win the ball. You know, Saliba very rarely do does the slide tackle thing. But if you go back to the Palace game, first game of the season, fantastically timed tackle against Zaha in the box. Now, there's going to be times where Saliba makes mistakes, you know. It's, it's, he's not making Oliver skip. I do like how when Saliba's the last centre-back, he drops his shoulder. And obviously, if he loses the ball, it's mad, but he never loses it. Not to wish bad luck on someone, but naturally, you're not always going to get away with that. The best defenders get caught, but... I do wish Gabriel had a bit of the composure. You know, Gabriel, I like him. He's raw with it, but I need him to improve a bit, man. I need him to get better at that, man. And you're right. As, as I said, Khalid, there was, you know, there was many phases of play. There was many p uh, potential areas where we could have stopped it before it led to the penalty. So Gabriel has to hold his head up and, and obviously little slap in the face for, and fix up. But yeah, man. They had to put three defenders on Saka to keep him quiet. That's how scared they are. I mean, to be fair, you know, if you know someone's one of the danger, man, you're going to mark him up. One love, man. Hit the like button. Inner Circle, appreciate you. Manny, 50,000. We keep going. Without you lot, you know, we keep going. New contract for Saliba is as important, if not more so, than Saka and Martinelli. I, I think they're all important, bro. There's no one more important than the other. They're all key players. There's all resale value. We all want them to be parts of how we build for the future. There's no Saka is more important. Martinelli is more important. Saliba is more important. They're three key players, really and truly. You tie them all down, really. Bro, I don't know about Van Dijk and what's going on there, bro. Look how high his foot is. It is, it is a red. First time I thought it was a yellow when I saw it because I just thought he clamped it. When I saw it again, your foot shouldn't be that high. And for Emerson Royal, I couldn't tell him how to be a Premier League fullback. I've never been that. I'm a Sunday League one. But, you know, you spent a million quid on improving. What's going on? What you, you, you know, whoever you're giving that money to is, is, is swindling, is swindling you. And if you remember in that build up to that red card, um, I think Jack has done well defensively. He's fouled Martinelli. Martinelli's going back to goal, you know. Martinelli's going back. He's going nowhere. I don't know why he's done that, you know. One, he didn't need to necessarily make a lunge at it, but it's stupid. Whether it's a yellow, red, whatever, you've given the ref a decision to make, and boy, it's your pro it's your fault. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. That's where I would be more pissed off if I was a Spurs fan. You didn't need to do that. Martinelli's running back towards his own goal. Why did you make the foul? And if you are gonna foul him, push him over, take a yellow. Don't do that, idiot boy. Oh, what is? It's a red for me, man. Do you think that Arsenal can beat Liverpool? I don't know because we need to get over that mental block when we play Liverpool home and away. You know. End of the day, every game's different sort of thing. So I think we should be filled with a lot of confidence going into the game. I don't think overconfidence and I don't read that. You know, you've been winning every game apart from the United game, building block and all of these things, all the positive aspects to football there. You have all the ch you have a chance in it. There's probably never been a better time to play Liverpool, but form goes out the window, all that cliche stuff. So you're just going to need to stand up to be counted really and truly. Don't forget, people, we go live at 11.30, same way.
So yeah, man, you just have to pattern up, man. Absolute howler, bro. Peasant, bro. Peasant. I see what you did there. Are you scared that you can lose five or four against City? No, really. If it shall be, it shall be in it. What shall be, shall be. You know, just City or quality team. What I would be annoyed is if we do what Man United did last um, last night in that you cheat yourselves. All that arts against a team like City is you can't be good with you can't be as good as them on the ball. Maybe not even off it, but you can be closer to them in how you deploy yourselves off the ball than on it. United let themselves. I spoke about midfield transition. You saw it in the at least for two of them goals um, City scored. Guys are just, it's like FIFA. Yeah, you know, blue shirts are just breezing through the middle. And United, the midfield was wrong. Um, I think Ten Hag, maybe, I don't know for Casemiro, but maybe Scott McTominay and Casemiro and one of Ericsson or Bruno. Not that I'm blaming any single one, but they were too open. You know, too open as well as being naive. I actually almost felt sorry for the defence. Like, Lissandro Martinez, we've got to run agendas. But he tried to hold it up, really. Even De Gea, he, he did, you know, De Gea can say, at least I denied Kevin De Bruyne from scoring. It's crazy, man. Will Arsenal make top four? I don't know, my guy. You know, we have to just keep going. We're in we're in October. It's a long season in uncharted waters where you've got the World Cup. And, you know, the World Cup is one thing for the four, three to five Arsenal players that might go. What about the physical condition of the 20-odd? Because not just us, every team in the league has to stop, really. So it is a chance to, if you're Ten Hag, if you're Arteta, if you're Graham Potter, everyone who's joined teams at different aspects, but you're trying to, you know, Put, put new new building blocks in place. You're going to have a couple of weeks to do that, but we might go cold. I mean, that's the only thing, really. I think Arsenal have been able to play on the momentum collectively and individually. You know, when you look at Saliba, Ben White and guys like this, when you're playing well, you never want to stop playing. You want to just sometimes ride on the player's form. So we'll have to see. And obviously the 20-odd players, are we, we there's rumours Arsenal are going to do a warm weather camp and all of these things. So we'll have to see. And it's a difficult month. We've started October fantastic. But there's eight more games. Anthony Zabula still scored a very good goal. I do think him and Sancho kind of deserted their defensive duties. But yeah, man, I think sometimes he needs to cut the party tricks out. But I think Anthony's going to be a lit player for United, man. Can you name three players that you want to leave Arsenal? Well, half of them are gone, isn't it, really? You know, Cedric, Maitland-Niles. It's because we need money. Pablo Marie, because he's still technically contracted to the club. Do you think United fans have been overrating their team? Yeah, everyone's guilty of it. And they're no different. Old man hitting the gym. Come on, in a circle. Good session in that, man. Make sure you stretch and don't pull any muscles in. Yeah. Well deserved on 50,000 likes, so please carry on smashing the like button. Culture, Team Harrison, appreciative. Are you changing anything for the Liverpool game? You're going to have to change things slightly, isn't it? Because obviously, Liverpool, obviously form and all of that dictate stuff, but they're kind. They're nothing like Spurs, isn't it? Like Spurs, I, I think Spurs are very reactionary. I do think Conte's a winner and he wants to win, but they don't set up to necessarily win games. It's first and foremost to not lose, and then maybe the individual brilliance of the team can make something happen. I know they were missing a few players, Kulisevsky, but they, you know, I think Liverpool are more all-rounded, generally form or not. They're going to have a lot more attacking um, intent than than Spurs. I think we've still got that mental complex. Like, you know, I still think we have that inferiority complex against Liverpool. So mentally, we're going to have to cross that hurdle. And what can you really change? We don't have the amount of personnel. Obviously, cliche, you're always going to... Every time Tommy Asuantini haven't necessarily start, you could advocate for them. Uh, maybe Martin Odegaard for Vieira, but that's forced. I don't think it could be. I think if Partey, Xhaka, Saka, Martinelli, Jesus, for obvious reasons the team kind of picks itself. So maybe Arteta can tweak and change things according to, you know, 
Trent Alexander-Arnold, for example, is twice the player Emerson Rowe is. Maybe we can cook Trent defensively and we hope Martinelli can give him, um, give him problems. But we know Trent is more or less their playmaker. So maybe little things like that. But I wouldn't say anything too drastic. Apart from, again, you're always going to advocate for Tommy Asuntini in the starting lineup. Not that Zinchenko and definitely Ben White deserve to be dropped. Newmont still top of the league, but we move. Come on. Our defence passing the test against Spurs front three gives me assurance that come Sunday we'll handle the threats of Liverpool strongly. We're going to have to defend a lot better. And you know what? We need to have that same confidence against Liverpool. If we look confident, I think we might get something. You know, I don't know if we'll win or whatever, but it's all about that really and truly. Saliba versus Haaland, it's going to be lit. But even that, though, they made it all Lissandro Martinez against Haaland. And yeah, you know, City scored six goals, but very rarely was Lissandro Martinez up against Haaland. And I think Lissandro, for example, did quite well, if I'm honest with you. Did switch off for one of the goals, but out of that back line, I think he's he can say he did a ting, really, if I'm honest. You know, Varane's, uh, you know what, safe. Varane probably clocked there. Yeah, you know what, 3-0, I'm cutting out now. But yeah, easier said than done. What's good, DG? Sorry, been missing due to being at physio and follow-up appointments. Minor, bro. You know, you're here now, innit? That's all that matters, my dude. Um, and yeah, big up Everton for getting the win, man. Quality signings in Jan. All we all we need, like Douglas Louise, won't be bad. Which winger do you think we can get? Ashley, I don't have a clue for wingers, man. I do think if we can get a backup eight and a six, maybe a winger, but January's techie to do business, maybe we could do something. Big up yourself, Don Courts. Big up yourself, DG. I'm working from home so I can listen to the early streams while I work. Large performance this weekend. Can't wait for Liverpool. Bigger test than Spurs. We need to see where we are. Can't disagree with any of that, really. Can't disagree with any of that. As we approach the 10 to 12 game period where Mikel Arteta himself said, this is where we start to see what the team is saying and where it's looking like. I can't disagree with that. Congrats, man. Hopefully one million would be a dream, man. But let's keep working. 50,000 and all them things there, man. I don't want to hear any more Rashford Martial comparison anymore. There's levels to it. Rashford without space and pace is a hollow shell. To be fair, though, as much as Rashford and Sancho and Anthony were kind of anonymous in the game up until the second half, where I think Anthony was probably on the best United's best players. You had no midfield, so your attackers are very rarely going to get on the ball. So, and when they do get on the ball, they're still rusty. They ain't had a million touches in the game and things like that. I did again. I think a lot of the problems beyond the obvious came from Man United's midfield. You know, as I said, you have to be bad. You have to be great off the ball. I wouldn't blame Ten Hag because I think the players would, were on nonsense. But Ten Hag still played the minute. Maybe it was a bit naive and that maybe there was a bit too much optimism. Can the Arsenal defence deal with Haaland? Well, if we try, you never know. But I don't think anyone can stop Haaland. But he's not going to score in every game in the 38-game calendar. And I hope against not against Arsenal. I don't know. If I was Klopp, you know, sometimes you want to leave while you're on top, innit? I don't know who Liverpool would get after. But it seems like they need a rebuild and, you know, revitalise and refreshing the squad. I don't know who they go for, really and truly, if I'm honest with you. Come on. Hopefully a next 50 soon, land. Thoughts on Ronaldo being benched? Well, he was always going to be on the bench. United have turned their form around. You know, it sounds crazy crazy to say about someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, but he doesn't really fit their system beyond being a quality player historically. You know, he made his beds with the bench, with wanting to leave and that. Pardon me, United have been in decent form. Obviously, they beat us and they beat Liverpool. Yeah, they probably played Liverpool at the best time um, as well, but you, that's nothing to do with them. So it made sense, really. I, I felt Ten Hag was capping a bit with the protecting the legacy thing and all of that. But yeah, man, United are doing, you know, what he brought Martial off, Martial bagged. You know, Rashford had decent form, got player of the month before. 
Anthony looks decent, scored in two of the top six games. Probably just needs to be a bit more consistent over 90 minutes. Jaden, I don't know where they're at because Jaden Sancho is my guy, but he, he looked mad yesterday, man. Every touch was baggy and, and the rest of it, man. I don't know what he was on. Balogun should do another year at Reims and we can grab 40 million for him. Shout out to him for scoring. I think the Liverpool game isn't a game for Zinni because of the fact that Trent needs to be focused on, like you said, being the playmaker. I hear that. So it could be Tierney, but I'm not even going to lie. Against Spurs, Zinchenko gave us a lot in that midfield, doing that midfield role. We did speak about it. I did say, I want Tierney to play, but I could see the angle. What happens next with Balogun and Enketia? Boy, Jay, I'll be real. From a selfish fan point of view, I don't care because if you lot show that you're 30, you're going to play games. If not, like someone said, there's money, there's bread. For Eddie and Ketia, obviously he's part of the lineup. His chance is coming. Now, obviously, Gabriel Jesus' bus case didn't get a yellow against Liverpool. You know, it's probably naive to expect, you know, everybody said it's Sancho plays like someone don't want a dirty sneakers. I saw a tweet saying he should be selling smart without a car, bro. The Twitter is unforgivable. But back on Balogun and Eddie and Ketia, um, Eddie and Ketia's chance is probably going to happen because it's naive to probably expect Gabriel is to go from now to game week 19 without picking up that yellow card. You know, we hope he can in it, but it is what it is. So Eddie's chance is going to happen. I mean, you've been given a new contract. You've gone from being a peripheral figure to somewhat a rotation peripheral figure. Just keep developing for Balogun. I hope he obviously comes back next season, gets a chance to assess, but minutes are currency. I'm not expecting... It takes forever, you know. I know... At teams like Arsenal and United and the top six teams, you never have, there's never time for a young player, but these men are still developing. He's 21, 20, whatever in it. He's not going to be the finished article. I know if you're good enough, you're old enough, and many people say, but this guy can play, that guy can play. Yes, you can make 10 examples for the thousands of you footballers out there. Minutes are currency, so I think he has to, you know, have a positive conversation with Arteta, see realistically where he's at, see where the, what the existing teams are saying, see what the attacking players are saying, you know, and see where he's really at. Obviously, you keep scoring goals, you're gonna get in, you're gonna get get talked about. I do think his general plays improved, but I can't lie for what I've seen at Reims and and England's under twenty one so far. I think it would, I think it's another season on loan. I'll be open to keeping Balogun because there's there you know there's scope to have another striker or someone able to play up front. But maybe you know if Reims stay up, he could stay there for another year. I would love him to go to the Prem and play in the Prem side, so he's more over um, under the microscope. But He's allowed to develop away from hype over them sides, man. You know, he's out of the way. He's doing his thing. Just have to keep scoring goals, keep improving your general play because you see what an Arteta striker is. You have to be able to do that Lacazette thing, that Jesus thing. You have to be able to score goals because Arteta speaks about it and that's why he put up with Aubameyang until he didn't. But you need to be able to make runs off the left, off the right, defend and things like that. And Balogun is showing, you know, a step in the right direction. His old gaffer that took his took him on his own first loan, uh, loan spot at Middlesbrough has been sacked today. But yeah, man, it is what it is in that regard. It is what it is. None of your business. Huh? I don't know who Liverpool's best the best replacement is. I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. Can't lie, I've been wanting to see more from Saka for a while, but he had a good game. His take-ons are improving. I'm related. I just wanted to say I'm proud of you. I've seen how hard, how hard you work on this channel and how much you put into live streams for us. Much love from India. Shout out to the Indians, man. Appreciate you, my dude. I be allowing man, allowing, allowing. Would you bet on party being injury free the whole season? No, it don't seem like a good bet if I'm honest with you. You know, it don't seem like a good bet. I won't cap to you. There's bad teams that are in need of a backup slash starting striker. We surely have to make decent peas on Enketia slash Balogun. Well, that's what you want to do. You know, these guys show that their levels and they can be used here. If not, you keep it moving. We reinvest and we do our thing in it. And maybe that 30 odd million 
can be used to put a bit more extra quid on a top top striker. Ben White, you know, because Tommy Asu was injured, you know, and Ben White saw, you know what, Saliba and Gabriel looks like the thing right now. I'm locking down right back. If Ben White loses his form, you lose your place. Maybe Saliba or Gabriel's forms. If he Ben White goes over there, Tommy Asu gets slotted back in. What you can't do is draw conclusions. It's a squad game, and I love the squad depth really. People have, you know, apart from really Ramsdale, Xhaka, Saka, maybe a couple of couple of other exceptions. If you're kind of not doing the business, you might not be playing. You know, there's no real competition for Saka. Jaco, even if he played rubbish for the next two, three games, there's no one else. Uh, you could extend that to Partey when fit. Ramsdale's always playing ahead of Matt Turner. You know, according to Gabriel and Saliba, if Tommy Asu's fit, then obviously Ben White can cause issues. Ben White's keeping Tommy Asu out the team, as is Inchenko with Tierney. You know, with the Smith Rolls and, and all of these guys, left wing, it seems to be open season, really. You know, in the eight positions, the Vieiras, the Smith Rolls, the Zinchenko, potentially who can play there, the Odegaards, who Odegaard's one of the first names on the team sheet, same way. There's competition, man. There's depth. Just wish we can get a bit more depth in a couple of areas and a bit more, I'd say, quality now, and we're doing all right. Depth is key, man. And like you see, we've got a lot of games, man. And it's only going to get worse next year if we get into the Champions League because there's no rotating and making, respectfully, El Nene, Matt Turner, all these guys playing the Champions League. You need to be playing your strongest team in the group stages week in, week out, more or less. Maybe, obviously, you confirm qualification, you can do a thing. But, yeah, man. Xhaka's doing his thing, man. You know, Xhaka's doing his thing. You know, what can I say? Xhaka's bossing it. He's doing his thing. He's never been as good as Xhaka's sexuals make out. He's never been a terrible footballer. He's somewhere in between that. I don't think you can count somewhat we're going to get to a point where to get to the level we need to, he can be part of, of the squad. And, you know, if you play like that, keep your form. But we need to improve in the middle. But he's never been a bad player, had some bad habits and things. And do you remember Mikel Arteta's, not Mikel Arteta's, well, his former gaffer, Henri, no, not Henri, I'm looking at Henri thing there. Wenger said Xhaka was a box-to-box -box midfielder. And what I do like is Xhaka has kind of been absolved beyond the, what you need to do as a midfielder of defensive responsibilities. He does go to sleep defensively. The last two games where we've won, you know, we could have done a bit better defensively and obviously Xhaka's played a role in obviously Gabriel has to hold his hands up that's why he's better up there but the problem is we know god forbid as I said one key thing about Xhaka is he's always fit and available any messing about in that regard Partey gets injured again we're kind of back to square run if in that regards smash the like button people we do go live again in about 10 more minutes so just because I'm conscious of the time um Tim Lewis slash Saka contract Let's do this thing. Uh, that's the wrong timestamp. Okay, we have that. But yeah, man, let's start looking at what's being said, people. Again, don't forget we're going live straight again. Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Put that back. Thank you. What are you doing? Obviously, shout out Chelsea for getting in Conky, but no one don't care about that. I didn't feel Folders sign a new deal the other day. Phil Folders getting a new deal at City. Tim, Le what matters to Arsenal fans? Tim Lewis to spend, and obviously, first things first, yeah, it's, it's, it's very shit, but you know, Football Mirror Society, we've got to talk about this. RIP to the 174 people who died in an Indonesia stadium tragedy. I mean, yeah, thoughts are with them. There's what more can you say? That's it's, it's horrible news to want to hear, in it? So, yeah, thoughts are with all the sufferings. Thank you for, for the love on that. Big up the Adidas extension. We're gonna get wavier kits in it. What can I what can I say, man? I'll be here for the wavy kit thing. Um, 
but yeah, on a rather se- on a rather serious note, Tim Lewis to spend more time on Arsenal. Uh, scrolling all the way down, the Cronkay family have encountered mixed fortunes throughout their involvement at the Emirates Stadium. But since taking full ownership in the summer of 2018, the Americans have become more hands-on and intention. And the intention to be that way was made clear when they appointed close associate Tim Lewis to the board two days late, two years later. Lewis was named as a non-executive. Uh, director and juggled the role as a partner at law firm Clifford Chance. The Athletic can reveal that Lewis has now resigned from the latter position and will place greater emphasis on his work with Arsenal. Lewis had occupied his his Clifford Chance post since 2010, but will be dedicating more time to his increasingly important job at the Premier League side. Lewis's arrival at the at, at Arsenal formalised a long-standing link with Stan Kroenke and his company KSE. Between 07 and 018, he advised Kroenke on the gradual investment into the North London side from an initial 9.9% stake purchase from UK broadcaster ITV through to the full takeover. It was an 11-year project during which Lewis earned Cronkay's trust. Scrolling all the way down. Since joining Arsenal, Lewis has been tasked with overseeing the restructuring of their debt as well, which could be great to go with qualifying for the Champions League. Maybe the purse strings can, can start doing the thing. And we can spend more money, um, as well as an extensive cost-cutting exercise that led to a number of redundancies. He has formed a strong working relationships with the likes of Mikel Arteta and Edu, and has become a highly influential figure at the club's Highbury House offices. Lewis is also said to be a vocal presence in Premier League shareholder meetings, underlining his rising prominence inside and outside of Arsenal. Fair enough. It's not yet clear... Whether Lewis's greater emphasis on Arsenal will result in a new job title, they have been without a chairman since the retirement of Chips Keswick in May 2010, 2020. Apologies. Arsenal have also experienced some good news regarding their performance. He is likely to remain at the club. Reports suggested he would be off to newly promoted Nottingham Forest as a replacement for their head physio, who has joined fellow Premier League side Southampton. But Murphy, who moved from Forest Midlands neighbours Leicester in July last year, looks set to stay, people. So, yeah, man. <laughs> man said, at 100k subs, will you reveal your real name, DG, or, or remains intentional, man of mystery? Take, I mean, my name's out there. If you know, you know, CJ, or Jamal. But yeah, let's keep it a mystery. I would I would love to say I'm, I'm a mysterious dude, but I ain't got no mystery around me, man. But yeah, it is what it is. Keeping up with... Sorry, Volcano, why is your comment not coming up? Thoughts on the rumours that Kronke looks to buy more football clubs? I'm for it. You know, I'm for it. Because that means we could obviously share expert. We could obviously try to get work permits if we're doing talking about players. We can fight. We can, you know, make money in local markets. We can find players in local markets. We can share scouting, coaching expertise between Arsenal and other parties. We can probably loan out coaches there. We could bring coaches over here and they can learn stuff. Obviously, marketing points of view, all of these sort of things. I'm for it, man. You know, I'm for it. I'm for it. And obviously, if we can loan out players and get and and, and get around work permits and try and find players off tomorrow and make money and things like that who wouldn't want to do that Arsenal must cash in on their dream start to the Premier League season it's the perfect time to tie down Saka Saliba and Martinelli as we should all contracted until 2024 all excelling in the young side not just him several others man really I mean, he's spoken about the early start to the season we all know that what's the point getting involved in that people uh 
The priority is to extend Saka's contract. There's confidence from Arsenal that a deal for the England international to be extended by at least a further three or four can be struck. He needs a five-year. His agent's playing a blinder there. A contract which would make Saka one of the best-paid players at the club has been formally offered, but is yet to be signed. The offer would guarantee Saka close to 200k a week, a huge amount for a 21-year-old, but there are a few things Saka should consider before he signs. Boy, obviously, you could join better clubs. You know, Arsenal might not get in the Champions League and all of them things. That's right. Saka's personal investment in taking an executive box at the Emirates should serve as an encouragement that he's fully invested in life at Arsenal. The club also sees extending Saliba's contract as a priority. Obviously, he's been getting rave reviews from everyone as well. Um, and he's also said, Saka, I mean, Martinelli's got an option of another year, but you can also expect the wheels to start moving on an improved contract for Gabriel Martinelli in the not-too-distant future. The Brazilian is fast emerging as one of the most important players in Arteta's team. His pace and directness, a key facet in the club's excellent start. Careful, they were saying that, you know, Saka's getting burnt out by Arteta, Saliba's not going to get a chance, Martinelli needs to leave. It's crazy. I mean, I don't think he wants a release clause, but I mean, naturally, if we don't go to where we need to go to, then you can expect City and all of these teams to be involved with him. Obviously, being signed to a free four-year deal is great because in every 18 months, there's going to be talk of a new deal and he deserves it. And obviously, Champions League football competing for titles. You know, Arsenal, he's come from Arsenal's academy. He's played for us week in, week out. But it's easy to say you want to stay at Arsenal for life when you're a young player like that. It's very different when you start to think about trophies or you're in your mid-20s and things. Right now, it's the place to be, but, you know, I can't... Same way Saka's got... I've been telling Ramsdale and in England duty about what life at Arsenal's like. Of course, Saka's asking what Pep's like, what Champions League football's like, etc. And for him, the longer you keep running... Even Ethan Noari as well with his scholarship stuff, the longer you run it down, the more the club's going to have to, you know give you what you want. Saliba's doing the right thing. You're playing. Hopefully you keep playing. You might go to a World Cup. Teams in teams in Europe are all monitoring you. You're in a stronger negotiating position and you've got the best of both worlds. You're playing at Arsenal. It's very different from if you're on the bench and things like that. He's playing. You know, you've got to deserve it. You've taken your chances. So it makes sense. And Martinelli the same. If I had to say, I'd say I'm the most confident about Martinelli just because it seems like He's a bit more naive and we have a stronger position there. I do think Saka will sign a new deal. I think we will get there with Saliba, but the club has to be braced to sell players, really and truly. And if you tie all of these guys down, of course you want to see them reach maturity. But look at Liverpool. Coutinho weren't there to do what they was doing. Maybe we'll have to sell one of these three and reinvest and we keep it moving, really and truly. And not just them, any other players, really and truly. So, yeah, man. Sportsmail understands there's been admiring glances at Martinelli from Arsenal's top four rivals in recent months. Chelsea among the clubs believed to be monitoring the 21-year-old because he always sits people down on their backside. And probably when they were scouting for Fana, you know, half of Fana's defensive transition and highlights have to be Martinelli making him dance. So why not, man, really? Well, you look got hot to the day in that, though. But yeah. Persuading the trio to sign long-term deals at the Emirates is subject to varying factors, none more so than qualifying for the Champions League. It, and it, again, you know, they're all becoming emerging talents at international level as well. Um, it looks inconceivable that Arsenal will not finish in the top four this season. I don't know about that because mathematically everything can still happen. The Premier, the, the, sorry, the club intend to spend again in January with a new central midfielder on the radar. Hopefully, we bring something in. Arteta is taking Arsenal's involvement in the Europa League seriously, but expect to see the Spaniard rest key players during the group stages of the tournament as he prioritises the Premier League. Players are also taking responsibility for fitness into their own hands, with a number understood to have employed private trainers to ensure their bodies are fully functioning from week to week. That's good because you're taking it on your own hands. Um, apparently, Kane's got one of them. 
Okay. Arteta and his players are leaving no stone uncovered in ensuring their Premier League challenge does not fade. But if somehow capitulate, you do wonder what knock-on consequences. I mean, the young players would be part of it. But yeah, man, you'll have to keep going. Apparently, armband or no armband, Xhaka remains one of Arsenal's lieutenants. Arts many at the club's training HQ, and they will tell you he is the club captain and all. But name Odegaard, you got to make yourself that, and that, we did already know that. Apparently, at halftime on Saturday, the midfielder is understood to have apologised for his role in what led to Tottenham being awarded a penalty, which obviously did have a hand in it. And I like to see that we all make mistakes. Puff out your chest, puff up, you know, puff out your chest. Stick, put your put your chin up. And we go again. Mistakes happen. No one tries to make mistakes on purpose. We keep going. In previous years, we've looked at them mistakes and that's where Arsenal's crumbled and people have hidden. We keep going. So, yeah, it's a good article, but you didn't really learn much. What's the time? We should be live as well. Um, so, yeah, that's that. We do have to go live on the other live stream as well, where, again, don't go anywhere. We'll be there. Let's deal with a couple of questions before we set that up as well. Long time, DG. But, hey, big up Eric Ten Hag. I don't know, because Saliba's got a year left on his deal. Well, in the summer 2024, do you rate Marcus Alonso? Not really, not now. Foden will earn the same amount, so it makes sense. Them man got different peas, bro. Off topic, but Cronkay's Denver, Denver Nuggets pay their mascot 60k per week, the most in NBA. Gunasaurus needs to ask for the bag. Yeah, he does, man. He does still, he does still. Don't want to mess up the partnership, but Gabriel's making too many mistakes. It's true, but it is what it is. DG, did you win that game or did Spurs just lose that one? I like to think we won it because we got three points. But yeah, as they did with as they did with Spurs, as they did with Brentford, as they did with Palace, talk up these teams. We played them. And then you know, is it rather than focus on on the on the middle in that both teams had good or bad moments, we focus on how these these teams were poor. Not that Spurs were deployed in any other way than they have than they have played in in, in the Premier League so far this season. Only difference is there's no Kulisevsky. But who cares, man? Come on, fifty thousand subs in that. Who cares, man? Bro, Saka, you look, bro, you got one career in it. You got one career. If you want to leave, if you feel that you can't develop here anymore, if you feel you've outgrown your surroundings, keep it moving. I don't care about a single player leaving this club. It's about the knock-on effects. Saka leaves tomorrow. Make sure you've got a bad boy winger in the club, innit? Then it's cool. Martinelli leaves. Make sure you've got a, a bad boy guy that can play there. If Saliba leaves, make sure there's a centre-back that's levels. It, it is what it is. I can't lie. I've seen Thierry Henry leave this football club. As much as I like these players, these men can't do nothing, man. The man. What kind of wages can we offer Saliba? I don't know. He needs to see, you know, if he keeps developing. For me, I, I wouldn't quite say highest earners, but if I'm him, I'm trying to get a three-year deal with an option of a fourth just because in the next 18 months, you have to sign an extension, a better one. Martinelli the same, Saka as well. You've got to remember, in today's day and age, when you're in your early 20s and you're doing what you're doing early to mid, this is the best time to earn peace. So, competitive, you know, whatever. Who, who's the top earners? I mean, Ben White's got to be, because he moved for 50-odd million, he's got to be near the top of, the top brass of earners at this football club. I'm sitting there and saying, I want that. And to be fair, Ben White's probably in line for an improved deal. Gabriel as well, and a couple of others. Spurs Chester pack is lit and in the air, man. It's litty, it's litty, it's litty, it's litty. Absolutely litty. I can't lie to you, though, people. We are staying on, but we just have to change up the rotor. Where is it? people at the people them are waiting as well we're literally just going to switch up the rotor people so yeah obviously 
this was meant to just be a short vid and it is going to be but yeah we're going live straight again people like we're hearing it i don't know why the fake Fabrizio romano's there but literally this video should take you to that landing page i'm literally just going to close this live stream start that one up and then any talking points questions make sure you bring them over there people um so yeah man bless in a bit literally don't go anywhere we're there again I've been given like